With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, everybody. Fox Sports Radio. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason and Mike are out. Hopefully they are enjoying their time away. I can only imagine what Harmon's going through. He was supposed to go to some Broadway plays and they all got canceled. Did all of them get canceled? Are we positive about that? I'm By the way, I would sure say a lot this. of them got canceled. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a you lot are of them fake got news. So yes, you are fake news, Arnie Spanier. I will no, say, no, I'm it's serious. Not as, it's not as though there's not other things to do in New York. So I'm sure. No, I, I'll give you that. But it, no, there. Are, I think 
a lot of the plays got shut on down. Matter of fact, yeah, I know the Rockettes did too. I know a lot of places got shut down. Of course you would know the Rockettes did. Of course you would, <laughs> Arnie Spanier. He is Arnie Spanier. I am Eric Torres. We are filling in for Jason and Mike tonight. Arnie and Chris Plank in tomorrow. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go when you think of calling for a ride home. Now nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres in on a busy Thursday night. Uh, DeSager just told you one bowl game left. Wisconsin up 7-0 on Arizona State in the first quarter of the Las Vegas Bowl. Arnie, I want to get to some NFL, but it, really quickly, DeSager did mention this. Uh, the last game that was on right before uh, before this game, the, the big one tonight was Pitt-Michigan State. Michigan State wins this game, and with their win... The Big Ten is now four and zero in bowl games. The SEC they one lost in five. one in five. And I was going to ask you. I know we say bowl games are meaningless, and I will readily admit it means nothing. It's just an exhibition. Do you think that means anything for maybe Georgia? They didn't quite play the schedule that we thought. Maybe Michigan, who had to play at Wisconsin, at Penn State, Ohio State, Iowa. Do you think it might mean a little something? Maybe the Big Ten's a little bit better than we thought. The Big, the SEC, well, a little bit worse. I don't know. I mean, it really depends on the matchup. If you took the ACC, the SEC, and the Pac-12, I think the three combined, they're two and eleven or something like that. I mean, it's embarrassing. But we're not going to start saying, "Well, look at that." Power Five conferences are better. It's never going to get to that point. But it is interesting. Uh, the one number that wears out is the one and five with the SEC. Even in bad years, the SEC would never take a beating like that. I know it had to be a perfect storm with some of the matchups out there. But that uh, that's really surprising. That kind of you know, I'm like, wow. I I didn't think it was going to be like. That. That and um, you know that that probably surprised a lot of people that the SEC was struggling during Bowl Week. Well, and I mean, you look at some of the matchups, and again, we don't have to overanalyze, but Auburn loses to Houston in a game in Birmingham, right in their right. backyard. It was I watched that game; it was ninety percent Auburn fans in the stadium. Uh, Tennessee today lost in Nashville. Purdue, by the way, good game though. Yeah, but great yeah. game. And Tennessee easily could have won. We got into the controversy there, but Purdue had uh, their best. Wide receiver David Bell, who had 93 catches, and their best defensive lineman, George Karofalos, who were both potential first-round picks, both out. So Purdue was literally without their best playmaker on offense or their best playmaker on defense. They win that game. So it's not as though uh, you know, you're know you facing the elite of the elite. And by the way, there's still plenty of games left on top of the two teams in the playoff. Kentucky still plays Iowa. Arkansas still plays Penn State. So there's time for these teams to get back some of their credibility. Ole Miss, by the way, playing Baylor in the Sugar Bowl. But, uh, you know, I don't know, Arnie. I mean, we're starting at some point. It stops becoming a coincidence. You can't say, oh, they didn't play anybody or, or, or oh, these teams don't care. They don't want to be there. At some point, I, I feel like you got to win some of these games. And then, of course, on the inverse, the Big Ten 4-0 with Purdue taking care of no, – uh, ten- Nobody's going to remember the records in about a month well, from now. Well, no, I'll take – wait a second now. If Michigan wins the national championship or if Georgia and Alabama were to embarrass themselves in the playoff, you better believe they will. You better believe they will because it. Let's say, let's say Michigan does win the national championship. Yes. Then it becomes. Well, wait a second now. Big Ten was seven and one during bowl season. Michigan just beat the brakes off of Georgia. Maybe this this SEC was a little bit over it. Maybe. Yeah, but most Ten- people are committed anyway. I don't know how it's going to change the landscape of things when it's all said and done. People it's are not. Still gonna, but you know. it's not like it's not like uh, you know Purdue's going to be a national championship contender. But I I think more than anything, to me, you're right. If if it's Alabama even versus Michigan and Georgia plays Michigan tough and Michigan wins 14-13 or something, nobody's going to be saying, well, it's clear that the uh, the Big Ten was better. 
But I do wonder if you can use that as a little bit of a barometer that maybe we talked about that Michigan game earlier, Arnie. You and I both think that they can be close. Maybe this is a barometer. The Big Ten's a little bit better than we thought. The Big Ten's a little bit worse. Well, no, I, I, didn't think they were, I, th- I thought maybe there was more balance, but no, I don't think the SEC is a little bit worse. I, I, I know that Alabama wasn't uh, you know, up to Alabama snuff, but they're still in the Final Four. By the way, um, now I think you're starting to see my point. You didn't realize it. When you said how many guys out were out for Purdue, you said two of them were they're, sitting they're on out. They're two best players, yeah. Of course they were sitting on out, and we've seen other players sit on out also. And then when we were arguing a couple days ago when I said, wasn't that a little concerning? that Clemson says none of their players are going to sit out? I go, is that the coach telling them that you guys shouldn't it's sit a, out? It's an adult making an adult decision, no, Arnie. No, but, but, we but, argue I, about this every I, year. No, no, but, the, but the, that's the only school, the only team that's not going to sit people out that have uh, high draft picks. Isn't that, doesn't that make you wonder? Doesn't that make you think what's going on? Or you just you just take it and brush it off? Because even Purdue is sitting out there, two top guys, as you mentioned, I do have to wonder what's going on in Clemson after the one guy said, we don't do that here in Clemson. I, I do have to scratch my head on that. Well, I wouldn't say they're they're the only one. You know, Notre Dame has some guys that decide to play in this game. Iowa has a projected top 10 pick at offensive tackle that's decided to play in their game. Kentucky has some guys that are getting drafted. Nobody opted out of that game. Well, Matt wait, Corral, Kentucky oh, just... wait a second. No, Matt Corral yeah. could be the first quarterback off the board. He's playing for Ole Miss a couple nights from now. He's a potential top 10 pick. So if you're, if you're arguing that the trend is more, more and more guys, even that are not top two, top five, top ten picks are opting out. I can't argue with that. But don't say Clemson's the only one, and don't no, criticize no, no. Clemson for, for their players deciding to play well, in that no, game. No, 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 but I'm saying maybe they feel like, when you mentioned that quarterback, um, maybe he feels like he can, he can improve his draft status. That's why he's going to play, or maybe some of these guys So are why wouldn't it be the same with Clemson's guys? Well, because that's not what he said. He just said that we don't do that here at Clemson. You know, that wasn't the case. No, no, there. no, 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 no. The, yeah. Their starting linebacker said that, but the, there was a fir- there was a cornerback that decided to play, um, but he made his own decision. I mean, there's it's not like he's getting bullied in the locker room and no, shoved uh, in no. a locker if he says he wants to opt out. No, no. I mean, if people can improve their draft status, I'm all for playing in the game. But I see why a lot of these people are dropping on out, saying that. Um, they don't want to risk injury or anything. I never would criticize anybody. Oh for that. no, no, no! I don't yeah. criticize him either. But I'm not going to criticize guys that do want to play. I mean, look at no, I didn't criticize. I just had to make you wonder, you know, why, um, you know, some people, uh, if it's not to improve your draft status, why would you want to go and play in a game? I mean, that you is, can uh, you can go through the list even in recent years. Uh, obviously, last year was weird because of COVID, but. Two years ago in the Rose Bowl, Jonathan Taylor, who's potentially the NFL MVP right now, I don't think he's going to win it, but he could have opted out. He decides to play in the bowl game. Alabama two years ago when they did not make the college football playoff, they played Michigan in their bowl game. Jerry Judy, uh, Henry Ruggs decided to play in that game. So it, it is done. It's certainly done fewer and further between, but I, I don't I – don't, you know, if a guy wants to play with his teammates one more time, he knows it's the final time he's going to wear that uniform, I have no fundamental issue with it. Well, let me ask you, wasn't it um... – Jake Butts that hurt his knee. Yes, and Jalen Smith too. There, injuries can happen. It's football. Uh, well, I, well, okay. I'm just you know the injuries can happen. Yeah, what it was it was an ACL or something. It was was pretty bad. Yeah, he Jake, missed the whole year. Well, Jake Butt talked about it, and Jake. But I actually saw an interview with him recently where he said, "I don't regret it at all." I actually asked Jalen Smith this. I had Jalen Smith on my podcast. I said, right. "This whole trend started because of you." He said, "I don't regret it. I want to go out there with my teammates." Um, I think, and, and what I will say, I listen. Football players want to play football, okay? Right, and, right. And of course, I and of I course. do agree with you. I think whether it's a coach, a parent, many times, let's be honest, an agent is getting involved. Um, 
somebody does have to get in your ear and say, these are the risks. This is the risk. And I think many players are getting smarter to that. I mean, listen, you know. Uh, well, what is the reward, Aaron? Well, I think, like, first of all, if you want to play with your teammates, there's nothing wrong with that. But, but that's not a reward. Well, the reward is going out and winning the game and enjoying your last game as a college player. But, but is, is your, that worth risking millions of dollars? To point, yeah. which you're yeah. not letting me get to. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's only four or five guys that have locked in draft status. I mean, that's true. Yes. And and that's why even Kenny Pickett tonight. I mean, Kenny Pickett, right? Like maybe the number one quarterback the off quarterback the board. Quarterback from Pitt. Yes, yeah. quarterback from Pitt. He decided yeah. to sit out the game. Like even a quarterback. I, I don't. And I don't even know where he's going. He could be top ten. He could be outside the top ten because, you know, who knows where these year, this this year's quarterbacks are going to be taken. But Bingo. Go and 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 I think we're both pretty much saying the same thing. Is I don't blame anybody for opting out, but if you do want to play. Uh, you know, I think an adult, and and I do think these guys are adults. We, you know, we we say all year, oh, they're adults. Let them make money. Let them do this. Let them do that. Well, they're also an adult, and if they want to make the decision to play like the kids at Clemson, they can. Like Matt Corral at Ole Miss, like the kid at I at Iowa, who's going to be a top ten pick. Kentucky has a couple guys that might be in the first round. Whatever. Uh, you know, it's just it, it's it's a fine line. It's a fine line, and I'm not going to sit here and argue with you, Arnie, and but say then, that you know what you know. It's so funny, but then we criticize people, and you know better than anybody. That if a person gets hurt, and you went to UConn, so the young lady that was in at the end of the game when they were up by 20 points, um, that uh, tore her, uh, that had the injury. Yeah, Paige Beckers. Yeah, yeah Paige Beckers. So, um, and people were like, why was she in the game? Why was she in the Everybody said that, right? Were we not talking about that, Aaron, or what? That we were, um, you know, and but like you, you ruined, you, you could ruin somebody's career by doing something like that. You just have to be smarter. But you, again, you're right. There are adults that get to make their own decision. But when, um, you know, coach says, well, she doesn't like to come out of the game. Well, that's too bad. Well, I don't care if she likes to come out of the game. And that part I do you know? agree with is yeah. that there are some times <laughs> where players can get in their own way. Now, Again, I, if you're a coach, I, if a player wants to play, I, I don't think that you can tell him no. Right, but I do right, think right. You, you, you do have kind of a responsibility to kind of lay out exactly what you said. What are the risks? And then are there rewards? If you're a top five pick, um, then maybe you shouldn't play. Uh, right. If you're top ten, if you're happy with where you're going to go, maybe you shouldn't play. But there's also a lot of guys that that can use a bowl game to get one more game on. Absolutely, tape. of course, absolutely. And so it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, real quick, we I want to you know I want to switch to NFL at some point. But I was talking to Ryan about this today. I know you're expand the playoff guy, and I'm expand the playoff guy too. I was talking to Ryan about this though. Is it really going to change anything, right? Because you, you look at somebody like Ole Miss. Ole Miss would have been in as one of the last teams in the college football playoff this year. We already saw them get destroyed by Alabama earlier this year. We already saw Notre Dame and the best team they played, they did not beat. Do you like? I'm not. I'm not opposed. I, I used to be opposed to expanding the playoff. I'm. I'm more in favor of it now. I get the idea, as you say, of playing more more meaningful games, and I get that. Do you really think it's going to, like, do you really think a, a team is going to, uh, you know, a, a pit with Kenny Pickett is going to win three games and win the national championship? Or are we just putting in more teams to get to the same result, which this year is probably either Michigan, Georgia, or Alabama winning the championship? We could be putting in more teams to get to the same result, but we love it anyway. Sure. Uh, do we believe that the Dolphins are going to go ahead and win the Super Bowl? Probably not. But we love the story that they've won, what, seven in a row. We Can they get into the playoffs? Are they a long shot? I saw somebody bet $5,000 on them to win a million dollars to win the Super Bowl. 
Um, I mean, that's what people love. We we love the underdog. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're going to go ahead and win the NCAA tournament. And by the way, um, do we say that uh, the Kansas City Chiefs got blown out in week three? So do we really want to see them in the playoffs? It makes no difference what they did in week three. Well, we don't no, care. What, yeah. I, what I will say, I was working with Dan Byer yesterday. He brought up this point is expanding the NFL playoff. What we now have is teams making the playoffs that aren't really playoff teams. Right. Yes. And what he means by that is like the Philadelphia Eagles, whatever. They might get that last wild card spot in the NFC. They're not a playoff team. They're not going to make a run. Um, and, and I just wonder if that's what's going to I mean, you know, like Michigan State, they, they win tonight. Good for them. Nice season, whatever. But we saw Michigan State in the biggest game of their season get destroyed by Ohio State. And that team is not beating Georgia and Alabama back to back to win a national championship. So I don't, I, I, you know, I, I have no fundamental objection if we go to 12 uh, to that. But I am curious. By the way, one other thing I saw, Arnie, too, about the idea of making bowl games more meaningful. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we're necessarily far off from this. Is. With the NIL world that we live in, name, image, likeness, where players can have endorsements, you think we're pretty. You think it, we're we're pretty much heading towards a world where the Duke's Mayo Bowl, maybe the best player from South Carolina, is going to opt out, and the Duke's Mayo Bowl cuts him a check for X amount of dollars and says, uh, "Do a video about Mayo on your Instagram and play in this game." Do you think we're headed towards that world here in the near future? They don't have to wait till he opts out or graduates, right? Could he have done it right before too? They they could give them the money anytime they want. They, oh, they could, be, but no. I mean, yeah. if you're running a bowl game like like today take the peach bowl for example and you know that kenny pickett from Pitt and ken kenneth walker from michigan state they're the two headliners and they're yes. who everybody wants to watch and the game is not going to be the same uh you're not going to sell the same amount of tickets it's not going to have the same vibe without them is it I, I i i don't even think it's a debate it's worth it and i think that's coming pretty soon is that these players will get whether you call them appearance fees nil opportunities whatever to ensure that some of these better players do play in these quote-unquote meaningless bowl games. And I'm sure some of those players aren't going to take the money and are just going to say, I don't care how much you're offering me, it's not worth the risk of injury. But I wouldn't be surprised if in the next two, three, four years we see some of these bowl games where players are thinking about opting out, saying, let's cut you a check, you do some sort of promotion for us, and uh, that's how we get you to play in this game. Yeah, I mean, it could come down to that. I don't know. I would hate to do that, cut somebody a check and then get hurt. Um, that would have been absolutely just heartbreaking um, unless it was a really big check out there. By the way, did I read that the announcers were dipping Oreo cookies inside mayonnaise? Did I read that right or what? I, I think I saw a video. Listen, oh, I was disgusting. Come no on No one now. played up. And this is, by the way, and we got to get to break. We can continue this yeah. conversation on the back end. You know, these meaningless bowl games, it's okay to have a little bit of fun. It's like, like you know, you're the Mayo Bowl. Put mayo everywhere. Give the coach a mayo bath afterward. A turkey sandwich. Put it on that. Listen, I, I have more thoughts on this, and we can continue that conversation coming up. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test your battery for free and help you find the issue so you don't have to spend money on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Coming back, coming up. More meaningless bowl game talk. Obviously, we got to get to the NFL. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, in for Jason and Mike, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio, Air Torres, Arnie Spanier in for Jason and Mike. Busy Thursday night. Vegas Bowl, Wisconsin up 14-3 to over Arizona State. It can happen easily. Few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. 
Drive sober or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres in on this Thursday night. You want to tweet at us, by the way, at Aaron underscore Torres. Arnie is, of course, at Genius one Read the one that just came in. Brings All up right. a good point. Uh, the reason that NIL bullpen... Trade Hauser, go ahead. Yes, wouldn't Hauser. work is because why wouldn't each player, not just the stars, hold out of the game? That It's really funny. Until they're paid. Yes, yes I actually had that exact thought. I was just telling uh, Chris uh, Chris on the boards here the, that exact same thing. So I don't know what the answer is, Arnie. Um, and I'm, I can see that being a guarantee. I can see that the sponsors would say we're going to give $5,000 to every kid or or something. There are teams in college but football here's the that thing, everybody though. on the team is getting money. But $5,000 isn't going to make the best player play. Uh, you know, like right. no, I understand you know, that. a guy yeah. that's set to make twenty million dollars is going to. So I, you know, I don't know, and so it'll be interesting. I did want to kind of put a bow on on the talk we were having a minute ago, though, which is I loved what the Mayo Bowl did during the game today, which it was just a three and a half hour advertisement for mayonnaise. <laughs> and I'm not sure that anyone ran to the store and was like, well, I got to pick up mayonnaise. I wasn't going to have mayonnaise today, but I need some. But they had the producers or the, the broadcasters dipping Oreos in mayonnaise. They yes. gave Shane Beamer, the winning coach, a mayo bath, like a Gatorade bath, but with mayonnaise instead. Uh, Shane Beamer tweeted about it after the game. And I just bring it up because, you know, again, I, I don't mean to belabor the point, but we get that these games are exhibitions outside of the playoff but you can still find ways to be creative and find ways to have fun and find ways to make these games an event. And I thought the Mayo Bowl out of everyone, Arnie Spanier, did about as good as anybody in terms of that. So I'm waiting for the Budweiser Bowl. And then we could see people just getting drunk on beer and having fun <laughs> that way, too. You know, by the way, people are like, oh, mayo's disgusting. Well, that's Thousand Island dressing is also mayo. It's just ketchup and mayo to mixed in together. And people love Thousand Island dressing. So don't act like wow. people don't need mayo. Not gonna lie, I did not. I wasn't prepared for you to have the counter hot take on mayo. <laughs> the culinary experience that I have. Yes, I mean considering <laughs> you didn't you, know ketchup and mayo is Thousand Island dressing. I kind of did. Yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> I never really th- took the time to really consider it, but I, I have seen people mix mayo and ketchup, and so I knew it was some kind of uh, <laughs> alternative <laughs> condiment. Yes. So, uh, so the mayo bowl, I thought they did a really good job. I'll say this. I, you know, the cheese. Well, the cheese at bowl, they poured cheese it's on top of the coach. Yes, Dabo had the time of his life out there, even though none of his players opted out so <laughs> I, I think they've done all these these games have done a really fun job and, and I'm not gonna lie I, I would love for all the players to play uh tonight the it did feel a little weird Pitt biggest game probably in 25 years for Pitt Kenny Pickett their star quarterback isn't on the field Michigan State wraps an 11 win season their star's not on the field but uh but yeah it's a, it is what it is and, go ahead well no, I was gonna say and also and I know we've brought this up before as we've been filling it all week but and now that it's here, and I knew we we knew this was going to happen. I'm not; it's no, no surprise to anybody. But now that the semifinals are on a Friday on New Year's Eve, it's starting to bother me a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? What's that? That the fact that the game's on Friday, that it's on New Year's Eve, it really should be on Saturday. And you know, unfortunately, because of the Rose Bowl, you can't do that. But they should, you know, put it on Saturday, dominate the day. Saturday's college football. Um, I feel it's kind of getting lost a day early by having it on that Friday night on the New Year's Eve night. But I, it's not a surprise to anybody. We knew it was going to be there. But as we're getting closer to the game and it's tomorrow, I feel like we're missing out on something, you know? Well, and I will say, uh, and especially with New Year's Day being on a Saturday, the good thing is, yeah. and DeSager could confirm this because I don't have the information off the top of my head, but I'm almost certain that this is the last time. I, I, I heard somewhere this is definitively the last time 
in that that the semifinals will be on New Year's Eve. Um, obviously, by the oh, they're going to change it. They're well, never going to well, allow it. Yeah. By the time the next time that they would have to play on New Year's Eve comes up, the TV contract, the new TV contract, will kick in, and essentially they they have it, whether officially written or unwritten, that the Rose Bowl is not going to impact it. And and what I I heard somebody say this, I don't know if it's true, is that the College Football Playoff Committee now kind of can hold over the Rose Bowl's head of, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of different things, but uh, essentially that. This will never happen again. The Rose Bowl, which for and I know everybody knows, but the reason that we're playing this is because the the Rose Bowl in their contract with ESPN has exclusivity for that five o'clock Eastern time window on New Year's Day. Obviously, the Rose Parade earlier that day in Pasadena. I actually live in Pasadena, not far from the parade route. So I only bring it up to just say my understanding is that this will be the last time uh, that we have semifinals on New Year's Eve. And I'm with you, Arnie. It would have been yeah. cool on a Saturday on New Year's Day. Everybody's home. Get those semifinals going. Wouldn't it be the worst thing yeah. in the world if we had the Sugar and Rose, Rose Bowls oh. tomorrow to lead into the playoffs? Well, did we change the whole Masters philosophy? Remember when they wouldn't show um, what was it like the front nine or something? NCAA like tournament it? too. Remember what? NCAA tournament? We they only showed one game at a time for years. Oh, and then somebody yeah, said but that was back in the day. Yeah, I mean it was it was probably yeah. ten years ago. I think really? it was. 2011, because that was the year that they yeah. won with uh, UConn, won with Kemba. I think that was the first year that every single game had its own broadcast window. So, by the way, did you say you were going to watch? I mean, Georgia, Michigan is 4:30 your time, over let's say eight o'clock. So, did you say you were watching the game and then going out New Year's? But you could do that on the West Coast. You can't do it on the East Coast, and you know you're, you're cutting it short, and um, then there's no place to go on New Year's by then. You know, so you doing both or no? We are we're going to have a few people over the house. We're not doing anything too crazy. I do have to work on Saturday. And the other thing, too, and this is kind of a nerdy tourist thing that nobody cares about, but, uh, you know, I said we live by the Rose Parade. I think we're going to try to get up and catch, like, the final few minutes of that Rose Parade. Oh, uh, look at you. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get up too early because we'll be up till midnight. But, uh, you know, I think the Rose Parade goes till about noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. What does Pacific. one do at a parade? Do you bring marbles and throw it out there like Animal House? I don't know. what. It is. Well, you basically stand there, and you can't see anything, and you right. watch the floats go by and you get really annoyed because the helicopters fly over your your apartment all (laughs) night long and they make a lot of noise and all sorts of weird people are kind of just hanging out in your neighborhood and kind of creeping around and parking where they're not supposed to be parking but uh the city does a really good job actually it'll be really interesting um i will say um i will say I have. There have been times, Arnie, where you and I have worked on New Year's Eve with yeah. the the big parade going down on New Year's Day. And when I get off the highway to get home, uh, good luck to your boy Torres because I can't get off the way that I normally do. So tomorrow I will be working for Gottlieb, and I do think that uh, I, I will have to uh, figure out a, an alternative way to get home because I'm pretty sure most everything will be blocked yeah, off. You're so. right there in the uh, thick of things, right there in the uh, parade route. So good luck for you. Have fun out there, you know. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're looking forward to it. Uh, it will be a fun day, and I probably will get to the back half of the parade. AutoZone has all the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test your battery for free and help you find the issue so you don't have to spend time on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Get the job done. Just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Uh, coming up, we will finally move on to the NFL. Yes. <laughs> we will talk about Week 17. Arnie Spanier, are you going to come to the Rose Bowl the next time Arizona goes? You said oh, absolutely, I'm there. Absolutely. Okay. First of all, what do you mean next time? They, well, you mean just to play UCLA? I'm waiting for them to. No, in the Rose Bowl. 
mean, yeah. come on. They, they 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 won a couple games this year. Yeah, but we we've never won the Pac-12. So, we're the Not only yet. school yeah, we're the only school never to win the Pac-12. There's first time for everything. Well, I'll be out there when we do. That's for sure. I was going to come out this year um to see the Dolphins play in the Super Bowl. Oh, you are you coming? You're not double vaxxed or what? What is it? You need a. I am. I'm double vaxxed and boosted. Oh, okay, so you could yeah. come do radio row, do yeah. everything, do yeah. the whole the whole shebang. I may do that. We'll see. We'll see. Do you think it's okay to drive stone? The truth is, your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high. Get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. As we just said, Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres in on a busy. Thursday night uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. And, Arnie, you sent me this story, which I thought was really interesting. Um, we talked the other night about Russell Wilson. and Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is he going to be a giant? And so a couple things happened today. Uh, one, Bobby Wagner, who obviously has a – he's 31-year-old 31 31 linebacker, has a mega salary cap hit if he, they bring him back next year. He was asked about the possibility of it being his final game – um, you know, as a Seahawk in Seattle this weekend and, uh, and and kind of readily admitted, yeah, you know, you think about these things, it's a possibility that I may never, ne- may never play another game here after this weekend as a member of this organization. Uh, Russell Wilson was asked about Bobby Wagner's comments and basically kind of ducked the question about what his future was, just talking about the fact that he had some joy and gratitude about being a Seattle Seahawk and talked about all the amazing memories that he had. Uh, He said, I hope it's not my last game, but at the same time, I know it won't be my last game in the NFL. I'm just focused on blah, 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 blah. What'd you make of Russell Wilson just kind of not being committal to being a Seattle Seahawk beyond this season? You know, actions speak louder than words. Yep. Uh, I used to think that Aaron Rodgers, there was no way that he was going to come back to Green Bay, and we'll get into him in a little bit. After what he said, I've changed my mind. But now after what I heard with Russell Wilson – and we we could go back to the there's five teams I would go to if you wanted to get rid of me and, mm-hmm. and now he comes out with this he's he's this is about as bold as you can get other than saying I want the hell out of here and trade me immediately um you know uh, you can tell the writing's on the wall you can feel it you can see it and you can hear it Aaron is there anybody that's listening right now to Russell Wilson saying well oh no he's 100% happy in Seattle right now and everything's going good. And if if Pete Carroll only has maybe one year left or he doesn't even come back after this year, who knows? Well, why would you want to be there anyway? It's like dead man walking. So I Russell really, Wilson, you think? Yeah, Russell Wilson. Would you, I, real quick, I don't mean to cut you off. Would you make the argument? I would make the argument that maybe Pete Carroll leaving makes it would more make likely. him want to stay. Yeah, yeah. If you bring in an offensive coach, maybe he has a little say in who gets hired. I'm not saying that would happen, but I think you could make the argument it's more likely that he would stay if Pete Carroll isn't there, no? You know, I guess it depends on who they hire, but I would say that the fact that Pete, if he's not going to be around, then he would want to leave. And it's not just so much the coach. I really believe the city, especially sure. for his wife, and um, maybe being in New York or down in Florida or, you know, in, in California. And I don't know. I don't think Los Angeles is obviously going to work. But I think all that plays its factors. Seattle is so far away from everything. Uh, I think he's ready to try something different in his life. And he's got one more go around mm-hmm. in it, like another, what, four or five years. 
So why? Well, you know, why not give it a chance and, and go to where you want to play? And I think he will do that. Yeah, it's a weird parallel, but it kind of reminds me of some of the situations that LeBron has found himself in where we could criticize LeBron for a lot, but you kind of felt like after that last game with the Miami Heat, if you remember, they lose in the finals to the San Antonio Spurs, four years, four NBA finals, Dwayne Wade's getting older. You feel like, okay, this thing has come full circle. It's time to do something different. Same with when he ended his career in Cleveland the second time. You make the NBA Finals, but Kyrie's left. Kevin Love is kind of hit or miss, and right. it's time to move on. And, and I, I kind of get that sense with Russell Wilson. And it's interesting that Bobby Wagner was was first asked about this and then Russell Wilson because I was thinking about it. I could be wrong, but th- those two are basically the only guys left from those Super Bowl you know, the Super Bowl winning team and then the team that made it back against the Patriots, right? I mean, this thing has come full circle, and basically uh, those are the only guys left from that era of Seattle Seahawks, right? That's why if I'm Seattle, I'd want to make a change now. You've come sure. off a bad year. You know, what What have you got to lose? You know, Pete's certainly up there in age. I'd replace Pete Carroll, and he's done a phenomenal job. Nothing against Pete, but, you know, it's time to go ahead and move forward. And then I would replace Russell Wilson, get what I can, and I'm sure you get a, a, some pretty good draft picks in return and and start the rebuild. I don't want to hear any of this reboot baloney. Uh, it's a rebuild, and you're also in probably one of the toughest divisions in football. At least it's going to seem like that for the next couple of years. So if I'm Russell Wilson, I, I want to go ahead and try my hand at something else. Like the Giants, who's been so bad for so long now, there's nowhere to go but up, and you're playing in a bad division. You get to play in New York. I mean, there's a lot of pluses there. I have another Russell Wilson-related question. I have a question for Pete Carroll as well. We'll discuss that coming up next. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, in for Jason and Mike. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast this is the intersection where sports business society and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the right or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Get ready. Fox Sports Radio. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, in for Jason and Mike. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Now, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, in on a busy Thursday night here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Arnie, we were just talking about the Seattle Seahawks. Just talking about Russell Wilson being pretty non-committal in terms of his future. So I know you're a Giants fan. You're actually a Dolphins fan, too. Where week one next season, Russell Wilson walks out of the tunnel as the starting quarterback for... Go ahead, Arnie. Not for the Seattle Seahawks, I promise you that. Um, It's not going to be there. I would probably say if if it was going to be any team that he'd want to go to it, I guess the Giants first. I mean, I would think they would have a quarterback opening. Uh, it's a division that wouldn't be that hard to get to the top. Uh, they're obviously desperate to go ahead and win out there. Uh, and it is in New York. So, you know, it's a Mecca, big entertainment capital. I think it's a win-win situation for him every which way. Um, then again, you know, could he find his way to Denver? Yeah, that, that's a possibility, but I don't know what that really brings him for, you know, city-wise yes. for his wife or something like that. Um, same thing goes with Cleveland. Now, there is Las Vegas if they decide to move on past Carr. But if I was going to rank, I would say the Giants are number one, maybe Las Vegas number two. 
And uh, I don't know, you could throw anything up for number three, but, uh, you know, really at that point it has nothing to do with entertainment factor for his wife. Well, and it's so weird, right, because I know that Peyton Manning went to Denver late in his career. I know that Tom Brady went to Tampa late in his career. But it does feel like, really, you're going to go to the Denver Broncos? And the same with Aaron Rodgers, too. Like, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, I know it's a small market, but it's obviously a marquee franchise. There's no disrespect to the Broncos, but it just, it just feels like a weird move to make. And I would say, too, with the Giants. Why, why is that a weird move? Peyton Manning, Hall just, of Famer, went to the Denver Broncos and won a Super Bowl with them. The Giants, the, 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 the Broncos are just so, eh. I don't know. They just don't do much for me. I was going to ask you, though. Remember when, and not really remember when, but there's kind of this kind of belief in NBA circles, right? Is that yeah. if you go to the if you go to New York and you are the one that makes the Knicks relevant, like you live on in infamy. And, I, and it was Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, whatever. I'm not saying it's apples to apples because the Giants have two Super Bowl wins in whatever the last 10, 12 years, 15 years, I guess, 2008 when they beat the Patriots. But wouldn't that be kind of another kind of stamp on Russell Wilson? You go back to New York, you get the Giants who have been so bad for whatever it is, six, seven years since Eli Manning left, dating back to the Ben McAdoo, all that stuff. You're the saving grace. Uh, I feel like it. it is just bigger if you can go back to New York and get them back into Super Bowl contention, no? No, it's just bigger because it's in New York, and it's That's for the I mean. Giants. Um, but, oh, I thought you said maybe it's bigger because he's won it with two different teams. No, um, no, no, I, because, because it's New York, because you're because the guy that went to New is, York and elevated is, yeah. that franchise. Peyton, again, won it in Denver. Um, we don't think of him any better or like, yeah. oh, look how many Super Bowls he had. You know, with the Colts and with Denver, we just think of him as a Hall of Famer. Has nothing to do with really the Denver Super Bowl. Dan Marino, not even with a Super Bowl, and, and we think of him as a Hall of Famer. So, um, yeah, it is bigger because it's New York. It's bigger than, I don't know, winning a Super Bowl in Jacksonville or, you know, any place like that. Um, though when you win one in Green Bay, you certainly go ahead and they love you around there. There's no doubt about that, Aaron. Really quick, week one. Is Pete Carroll the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks next year? No, I don't think so either. I think if they're going to move on from Russell Wilson, they'll move on from Pete Carroll um, and go with another coach and find out what direction they're going to be. Uh, I'm probably going to be wrong on that. That's what I would do. I don't think they'll get rid of him, but I, I would get rid of him and make another move at, at this point. Well, if you get rid of Russell Wilson, at that point you're rebuilding, and at that right. point do you want Pete Carroll, who uh, entering next season as a head coach would be 70, will turn 71 years old uh, in September. I don't I don't know that he's around for a five, six year rebuild. So to me it's either Russell or Pete, but probably well, not both. Go ahead. You're really asking the wrong question Uh-oh. because you, well the only reason is is because there's a new owner. Um and of course Paul Paul Allen died. His wife took over. Um I don't know how much she's in you know, how much she's into the NFL, how much she's into the team. Um, you know, maybe she doesn't want to make a change it's so early after uh, his passing. Maybe she likes Pete Carroll. You know, that's that's really the question. It's, it's more about how comfortable she is moving on from Pete Carroll. I will say, independent of that, I do think that it's very interesting to think about uh, the possibility that Russell Wilson's going to be, uh, uh, you know, moving on. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, I think we both think, will ultimately end up in Green Bay. Uh, but you never know with him. And, of course, Deshaun Watson, maybe things get settled there. So a lot of quarterback movement potentially yep. uh, here in the NFL coming up. This is Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres. Arnie Spanier in on a busy Thursday night. Uh, coming up, we go back to the NFL. A uh, lot of NFL talk, a lot of college football playoff talk. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, Fox Sports Radio. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael dura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.